You are listening to the Fun Uncle Podcast. Welcome back, season three of the Fun Uncle Podcast. Had to hit y'all with that new shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm your Fun Uncle Dude, joined by your Fun Uncle Brandon. Yeah. BK all day. And your Fun Uncle Cooney. Wah, wah. That's my new one. That's your new one? Yeah. Nice. I'm trying to listen, I'm trying to read his fucking notes, I got nothing. Oh, you're here. I, I wrote like shit. <laughs> so we just heard oh, Excuse me We just heard uh, A track by the game Called the Black uh, Slim Shady Where he takes aim at uh, Eminem What'd y'all think? Long as well It was long, yeah I thought it was one of the best M disses Really? Yeah I thought it was kind of soft um, the end picked up a bit. Yeah, the beginning, I, it, it was hard to hear any real disses. But uh, he didn't really say anything new. No, nobody you know ever I mean? does. He, he just It didn't sound like him either. Like, I don't listen to a lot of hip-hop, and I wasn't, like, a huge game fan. I remember, like, his little 300 bar. Like, I remember his little explosion. I remember him disappearing, like, fairly quickly. And... I don't think that that sounded like him. Like, in my head, like, just yeah. the voice. Not just the not the style or, like, the composition of the, the verses or nothing. Just when I heard it out, I, when it was on, I looked over a dude and I was like, is that him yeah. now? Like, I thought it might have been, like, a fucking feature. And then he came on after or something. Yeah. And only, he sounded Eminem-ish on the fucking song, dude. I was like, why would you? It, but then it sounds kind of like, um... It's on purpose because he's taking, he's drawn from the stand shit that ring, ring, ring. And that, like, there's a lot of things he did in the song where I'm like, super Eminem ish. So it, yeah. it, it must be on purpose because. For sure. You know, that, that's I, the only thing he did was show that he could rap like Eminem. Everyone can rap like fucking yeah. everyone, bro. I've, I've, like, I've heard a lot, like, Hobson does it better. Fucking Corday did it better. Shit, I think Juice World even fucking had a better freestyle. Like, he did an hour freestyle over just Eminem lyrics. I mean, well, over it's the same beats. way we talk about like uh, like comedy or pro wrestling, like those individual like art situations where you can see. Oh fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say. He was talking about. <laughs> I started reading that fucking nerds rope thing. <laughs> 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 it's like it's on a rope. That's crazy. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know the. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. He said. He said one of the things like he's never bumped any of his shit, but he he fucking m- mentioned everything about his career, you know, and he's acting like, oh, I never bumped any, you know, and it, none of your shit was ever bumped in my whip or anything like that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You sounded like, like me for ten yeah. minutes, right? Like it sounded more like a rebuttal diss than a fucking initiation diss. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how hard do you think M will come back at him? I don't think he will. Like at all? Nope. I think he'll maybe mention a bar or two, but that's it. Oh no, I feel like just mentioning M's daughter is like a That's always been like a famous like extra pisser off. Yeah, offer. but it's like but, the Jordan shit where you like you fuck with him directly and you're like, Oh, you fucked up. But now. I think like, that was yeah. stemmed from the whole MGK beef and MGK was just saying I would fuck her and he was serious. You know what I mean? Like, game just kind of mentioned Haley, like, oh, I have her, you know, like. Just mentioned it, yeah. kidnapping her and that she's okay for now. I don't yeah. know. The whole and thing it, is fucking crazy. I don't know. Sometimes I think, like, I, as I was listening to it, a chunk of me was like, it's crazy that you're listening to this right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, a uh, bunch of grown up, like, super the, grown ups, super grown <laughs> old, like, oldish men yeah. rapping. Which just sounds, I feel, I don't know, man. You got to have, like, some integrity in your rap if you're older. Like, if you're an old man on some, like, battle club shit, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. The whole thing, (laughs) the whole thing came uh, came off to me as, like, one, super corny, and two, desperate. Like, has he been relevant in, in, like, the last piece of time? No. So, here's the thing. With, like, with, with M, Dre, 50, it's like, they don't have just their music like they have their money in like other shit that makes them money mm-hmm. like their money makes them money yeah whereas the game doesn't have that so he has to try and stay relevant in order to get people to listen to his shit in order for him to get paid and i think this was just like an easy way to do that because like i mean fuck it like yeah. the, the three of us here like we just listened to it just out of curiosity yeah because it's like okay now now what's going to happen you know so, in a way, it's like him marketing himself, which is you know pretty smart of him to do, because it's going to get the the, the attention that he seeks, um, or he's going to get fucking flamed, and then he's going to yeah. be on tour with well, Michael Levine and a fucking guitar <laughs> like your fucking boy. My well, compa- my comparison. Go ahead. Oh, well, I heard a thing like he was going to go fucking on tour with like MGK. MGK is oh, on tour with fucking yeah. Michael Levine, isn't he? They're in town. That's all I know. That because oh. we drive down the strip every See, day to my, go to work. My, my thing is that he he kind of took a uh, he saw what happened with uh, Slaughterhouse. Joel or, Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye actually made an album together before they made the Falling of Slaughterhouse, but I guess that you know that didn't really do well. But when they released the album saying they were going to diss Slaughterhouse, which they didn't really diss, they just kind of mentioned why they fell apart. But that shit went like number one on hip hop and everything, just because the anticipation of the diss song. So I think he kind of did the same thing. He made the diss because he really wanted to diss him. He would have just put the track out. He wouldn't have fucking mentioned it months ahead of time before the album dropped. Yeah, he's been talking right? shit for months. Yeah. Well, look, the whole thing stems from him being bitter about not being included in the half the Super Bowl halftime show. Is that really what it is? Yeah, that's like hilarious. that's what I read. But he, because like he came out. I'm part of the West Coast fucking lineage. That was Why am his I, whole I'm thing. I'm in the pedigree. Why am I not? But he's not, not cool with thing? fifty. 
right. fifty. Yeah, that, like that, that's and, and not only that, but he that this motherfucker has like like rape charges against yeah. him, like right and now. And they got Kendrick for the West Coast. Yeah, it's like you you know you have some fucking baggage. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna throw you on fucking TV. Well, you right. see him. It, I don't know. It's like fucking old lady shit where it's he's bringing up older stuff. Trying to like, oh, I got the real story about what happened with him. And it's like, I can't stand that kind of shit. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Like, all that shit, like, you can't have my black skin was, like, goofy as Get fuck. The yeah. fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. Like, he's, he said a lot of untrue shit, dude. Like, like that whole, uh, like, he has no cadence and fucking, that dipset this was weird. Like, 20, he, what'd he say? 20, 20 years and you still can't penetrate the culture. You never yeah. understood Ebonics or the cadence. It's like, Doc, what? What are you talking? Like, come on. Right. Let's just, I know what you're yeah. saying, but yeah, he did. Yeah. He didn't penetrate the culture. Half your fucking. Twitter followers probably think he's the best that ever did it. Like, what do you mean didn't penetrate the culture? What the fuck are you talking about? Fool is like the fucking, the poster boy of hip-hop for a chunk of time. Like, I'd say that's penetrating the culture. That kind of shit is just funny. That that just seems like some more, like, just just like contemporary beef shit. You know what I mean? Like, race stuff, cultural appropriation. You know he didn't fucking meet Stan's brother. That shit didn't happen. (laughs) Fucking Brian! Oh, but yeah, I I I didn't I didn't like the um the angle of him meeting Stan's brother and then killing him. Like I didn't. I don't think he killed him, did he? He said, I think I don't know. I think he said he did. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. But I, I think that was, I think that was kind of stupid because now it made him look like he's the new Stan. He's the black slim shady. Just coming at it at that angle is just like, yeah, it's like an mm. whack, bro. Cringe. If if this if it would if this would have came out in like in like two thousand like nineteen when everybody was talking about like we need to revive the culture like I wish we had more battles like remember like if this would have come bro, out like, like this would have came out in fucking two thousand two it would have yeah. been fucking oh, yeah, fun yeah. fucking this shit right. now is like cringy to me yeah it's just it's too late it's got like it's got like contemporary beef that never would have caught up in a fucking million years in hip you know what I mean like the only way I see it working is is if it's competition if if which M kind of said, you know, pick the pen up. Like he he wasn't coming at I him. Wish like it was more like pro wrestling, where they just tell it's a work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Hey, yeah. this is all bullshit. We're all just, we're just gonna that say would, super I would mean love that. shit. I would love it in the state of who's the best at this, and we're gonna say mean things, and we're gonna be fun after. Like that's a much better. I mean, the whole hip hop program in my mind, looking back with some like hindsight, is like ah, I remember the old folks that were really against it spreading out the way it did and how it's going to have such a negative impact on how kids think of themselves and others. And it's like, those motherfuckers weren't wrong, bro. Yeah. We grew up with a gang of kids that like brought on hip-hop trouble into their lives. Yeah, that right. was like, you If they didn't even, listen to hip-hop, they wouldn't you, have been yeah, that you would have never done any of this shit if you didn't listen to fucking rap, dude. And yeah. like, that's a real thing. Yeah. It's not the art. Don't blame the art. It's like, well, I mean, I guess you blame... I'm a big, you know... Living room, parents, dinner table, all that shit matters. So, yeah, the parents fucked up by not keeping a good eye. But there was, like, a big cultural, no, it's not video games, Black it's not Sabbath hip-hop. and all of them did the same thing, too. Oh, know, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm a big fucking pessimist. I'm super negative. <laughs> like, it's all been going down since the end of fucking World War One. In my opinion, just like, you know what I mean, just cultural values sort of thing. And so when you hear people go, oh, old people always bitch about us, it's like, well, yeah, we're getting worse. It's not a cyclical thing where it's like, oh, old people bitch, then we get old, and then we bitch because it goes round and round. No, it's mm. constantly going down. Well, a lot of people forget, like, like how young, 
when I, when I look at a 14-year-old, I'm like, damn, that motherfucker young. But when I was 14, I was doing a lot of we shit. We were just talking right? so, about that. So it's like, it's, so it's, it's like a lot of people, they look at people or they look at kids in high school as if they're like super young and they shouldn't be exposed to this. But by the time I was in like sixth grade, by the time I was like 11, 12 years old, I was pretty much exposed to the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. It, 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 like, you, and like you said, it, it, it just it begins and ends at the dinner table. It's how you parent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm a big chunk of that. I think we just kind of like, there's a big wave of, remember there's a big push from like culture where like a bunch of parents were like, hey, these CDs and these video games, like that was the thing, like CDs and video games. Yeah. Were like, hey, some of these are fucked up. They had that big trial. They had started putting on the parental fucking warnings on there. Yep. And it was, yeah, video games. And, and I was a young kid during that, and I was like, oh, because I got regulators, I'm going to become a gangster now? It's like, no, that's not what happened, but you got real aggressive real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you started having that, like, edgy kind of like, oh, is he fucking with me? Like, you didn't have to. You would have never been like that in a million years without that constant influence. It's funny. Now they're starting yeah. to put, like, that parental advisory thing on politics now. Do they really? Not I, like a parental advisory, but, like, the... The, the sm- Watch out some of the shit might yeah. Or it yeah, might no be shit. untrue Oh yeah dude That kind of stuff is funny When now when I'm on like YouTube or something like that And something will pop you up sure and you say it? Well it's one of those like By the way Click on this So you know Context Yes For this And I click on the thing to follow it And I'm like mm, This is still a little <laughs> sketchy yeah. Like I see what you're trying to do But it's a little fucked up I don't know if Instagram still does it But like At least Last summer and the summer before, like if you posted anything, um, COVIDy, yeah, like it, it oh, popped yeah. up that little thing. So like, yeah. oh, find out, like CDC, blah blah blah. Yeah. Here's what this person yeah. says, but here's an official link to yeah. actual yeah. shit. Who's to say that your shit is official? Well, that's what I said. When you do follow the link, you're still looking at it like, ah, yeah, you're still being a little goofy with that. Here's the context for this story, and it goes and then, some and then other thing with that. And they'll take one part of the story that meant nothing to the actual what they were talking about, and say this is why it's untrue. And the statement that they say is untrue had nothing to do with the actual. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's one thing, thing to have. Thing. Like you hold up like some sort of science, some sort of like guideline, and go here. This person suggests this. Here's what the national guideline is. It's another thing to be like this post lacks context. Here's a story to give you context, and you're like, wait a minute, but this story's still twisting it a certain way, yeah, you fucking prick. Right. Like, don't tell me that. Here, here, this will clean this up. Read this real quick. <laughs> you're like, nah, you're still, you're still, kinda, yeah. you're still kind of spinning me that way, though. We do need uh, a more of a neutral, like, news thing. There's people trying to do that. Yeah, it's all on the internet and stuff. It's interesting to it's see. It's hard where, to like, do that now because, go. like, it is. even if you're, even if you say you're neutral, <clears throat> somebody from like. Either fucking side of whatever the fuck it is yeah. you're trying to explain mm-hmm. is going to accuse you of having a slap. Yes. Well, that's why right. I like the the right. honesty of what some of those folks do. The um, like I remember the big beef all the time was like it's not it's not become like a platform because the whole thing was here we're going to be a platform or are we going to be like a publication? Because if you're a platform, you just say out loud like, oh, we don't give a fuck. Free speech. We're going to give the same rights on this platform as we do in our like free speech rights in general. But that doesn't happen. 
And so people are like, well, here, don't be full of shit and say you're a platform. Say you're a publication. Say you lean left. Say you lean right. So people know when they get a taste of your shit that you're coming at least from this perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that's happening more. I don't know if it's adding to the tribalism or if we just need to teach people to engage in both sides with an open mind. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it can do both. Where, well, we've said it before. I'll go through your fucking phone right now. And if you're, if you're louder with Crowder, fucking Daily Wire, I know everything yeah. you think about yeah. all this shit. An interesting person, a more interesting person, in my opinion, will have Pod Save America. You know what I mean? A lot mm-hmm. more like lead. They'll watch a lot more Vice or Huffington Post or that kind of stuff, BuzzFeed. And then they'll yeah. have like a Daily Wire subscription to like. Even out, like, you know, listen to both of the things and then kind of get a gauge on where your heart sets with it. That's a more honest approach. And if these platforms that claim to be open, free, and they're not, I think it's better if we just teach people to, like, yeah, find who your favorite right side is, find who your favorite left side is, yeah. and do that. Yeah, because the, because the left side, like CNN... They do say some stuff where it's like, oh, that makes sense. But that's bullshit. But you would I never... just don't like how they pretend to be like, listen, we're just giving you a straight and narrow. Oh, yeah, they're it's the like, worst. No, you're fucking not. Fox you used idiots. to be the worst. Fox used to be the worst. Well, all of those legacy media spaces were all claiming to be down the center. And it's like, yeah, not fucking really, though. And then when it became obvious is when, like, the wars and the shit written, then it became... It wasn't always, like, a Fox versus CNN thing. I mean, it, it, it kind of, like, was... But not at the rate it became later, more recently. Right. You know what I mean? But I like the idea of these internet, these different kind of like content providers doing these sorts of things, dude. I think what the Daily Wire is doing for like the conservative space is su- they're bringing out kid shit. They're doing like live, like uh, journalism instead of just, you know, stories. The and live, stuff. yeah. They're like, uh, they got real people that are on the streets doing journalism and not with yeah. like some sort of political bend where something well, there's happens. There's one, one person at the top that agrees with the topics that should be talked about, you know, what I'm, and, and they have to lean a certain way. Like before a show, it's all set up, you know what I'm saying? But that live shit. Like, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, like when they have like debate sort of things or conversation sort of stuff? J- just the way that news is set up. Like, before a show, they have to run, they have to go across everything that they're going to talk about. They they have the main subject, and then they have, like, subjects Yeah, I think after. the criticism of how legacy media has always done things has been pretty, like, clear. Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. He's like, you got two talking heads, they have mm-hmm. 15 fucking seconds, they have two and a half segments to get their piece out. They're talking about insanely robust things, and they have a couple of minutes to kind of parse out their position. It's like, it's a terrible idea. You need long-form discussion in these yeah. sorts of things. And that's what the that's what these other guys are doing. I, again, I just like when one calls out, like, like, Crowder is a fucking... He's a right. He's a conservative guy on the right. The Daily Wire, it's a conservative publication. Like, I like what would when, you say I like Tim Pool. I think Tim's getting more... Well, here's the thing, man. The Overton window is shifting so much where people that were generally labeled like liberal or I'm, I'm, I'm left of center, like those people are getting called right out as like conservative right-wing people. And it's like their values haven't shifted at all. Your guys' yeah. shit has been shifted so far left. Even people that were generally comfortable being called liberal or leftist or whatever, they're kind of like, I don't even want to be in that mm-hmm. camp no more. You guys have lost your fucking mind. So guys like Bill Maher, Bill Maher, had, it's funny watching him because he hasn't like backpedaled a bunch of stuff, but he's starting to like smooth out situations where the left's gone overboard. And I think a, I think a, a good criticism of him is like you're doing the smoothing over you're doing right now was 
like general commentary of the right a year and a half ago and you were kind of shitting on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the inconsistency I'm not super stoked on. But for what you're talking about is like, yeah, dude, there's a bunch of people that were Tim Pool were like, dude, when I first found Tim Pool, he was like a renegade. He was the vice guy. He was like yeah. this renegade fucking journalist right, yeah. dude, who leaned left. Very but he was left, always yeah. super fucking honest, really just wanted the ground facts out there. Like, I liked his style of journalism. It was like a callback of just fact. But his, you can tell his person, him, he leaned left. But now I don't even think you could call him like a lefty now with how things have, like, shift so gradual. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't call Tim. Oh, fuck, who knows, man? I, I it's easier to call him left. Like yeah. people like Dave Rubin's another example where he was like super left, kinda kinda changed allegiances, so to speak, when he saw some of the tomfoolery and some of the the goalpost mm-hmm. shifting and just some of the shift that happened on the left for a while. And he just found himself his nature was more like, I, I think I'm more I'm think I'm more right of center. I hate how we have to label everything now. It's appropriate, though. I hate when I hear people talk like this. Like, it's a big fucking big mistake to do this. It's like, it's super appropriate, I just don't like it. I don't like how everything has to be labeled. Why why can't, like, you know, you just have your own opinion and just have that be that. Well, you know who does, like, a good job of kind of getting everybody to listen? Um, I mean, just from what I've seen of him is uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke in Texas. Never heard. Really? Beto? Oh, beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so like every every little uh, little stop he makes, there's always like protesters, and he invites like you know uh, protesters from the right to come in, have their say, and he, you know, he. I can actually stomach him more than a lot of the a lot of the popular representatives that you hear from like the left, where you're like, oh. You know the AO, the little crew. What do they call them? The fucking AOC, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Omar, and all them. Like yeah. that little group. And um, what's the Pete and Booty Gig or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of all, out of all, out of that whole little laundry list of like you know left Democratic. Like I think uh, I think O'Rourke bothers me the least. Yeah, you know? and like because like every because there's always like a, a like. A local news channel that's like you know they've got cameras there or whatever they'll speak to people coming out of um his his stop and you, you'll get people that are you know they're they're wearing like a maga hat mm-hmm. and they're like you know uh, talking about like they're they're thinking about voting for him because he's about texas first where you don't hear a lot of that coming from yeah. uh, Greg Abbott and, you know, those folks out there. Um, he, he just seems like, you know, it's like just, more level-headed. Mm-hmm. He definitely can can speak without sounding fucking crazy. Ridiculous. Like, yeah, like you don't hear him really like taking it to the putting fucking down extreme. Yeah. You're like, yeah. all right, man, we get it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. But, but, but I think that's kind of like how politics is. Like, it's like you, like people will have to, take things to an extreme in order to get like yeah. attention. I think this is the first election to where like in order to get a majority of the votes, you have to be more down the middle rather than you know, it's very not the extreme. first time. We talk about the pendulum swinging in culture all the time. So this stuff like this has happened, the idea yeah. of like splitting the vote. You know what I mean? Like yeah. cuz that's a concern with like uh, Republicans, you know, if if a guy like a uh, fucking oh fuck, what's the Florida dude's name? 
DeSantis? Yeah, I know, it, it's yeah. like DeSantis and Trump run a pose, so to speak, like that. That cuts a lot of shit, and it's like yeah. one, it should be one or the others. Like stuff like this, like the math of trying to like strategize an election is like, dude, this shit is billions and billions of yeah. dollars and hundreds of thousands and of man hours working on this kind of shit. And they only talk about major topics that that will get the swing vote. They don't talk about topics that really mean anything. Well, that's what I mean. This the strategizing is fucking legit, bro. Like we act like we see behind the curtain a little bit more now and it's a little bit more infuriating, but that doesn't mean like, you know, burn the whole fucking structure down. It's like, yeah. "Nah, you just know a little bit more is a little placating." A little bit more is, you know, where's the money asking them to do? Like, right. a, lot of, a lot of that shit's become a lot more obvious, which, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. We'll see if uh, we'll see if Donnie's even allowed to run. Oh, yeah, the whole... The Democrats are going to have a tough time winning this year. I've because that's actually flipped a lot of people because a lot of people that are kind of really, like, pro, just standard foundational American <clears throat> stuff, you know what I mean? They're like, why'd they run up in his fucking house? Why did they do it to Hillary? What? Well, that's she what I mean. Like, it, it's the compare and contrast where people are like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. Well, he said he was going to lock her up, and then... Yeah. <laughs> One of the best well, things yeah, on a podium, but like the best, the fucking funniest little burn moment, because you'd be in jail. Because the FBI... fucking she, crazy. She's, He's they, nuts. they run the FBI, pretty much. The same people that, that raided Donnie are the same people that he was trying to get raided... To raid Hillary, but they didn't. I think when we talk about this, it's like when casuals talk about like what booking should be in fucking WWE. <laughs> right? We just roll our eyes and we're like, "There's so much you don't know about." Ricochet this. is being wasted. Yeah, you should go to. Like, yeah, I feel like that's how we sound to people who wear oh, like for suits sure. and figures. Well, I, have, like, I have no idea. Moron. Well, the, the guy, the guy that's running the FBI was appointed by Trump. A, a bunch of different ones, right? I mean, yeah. Well, plus you know, you know, you never know really like what kind of influence people have over like like this person that that told Trump about this guy could have had an ulterior motive, you know what I mean, and had him in there like kind of as a spy. It's a big fucking. Do you know mess. what I'm saying? Yeah, it like, sucks. you know how politics are. I don't, and the people that <laughs> well, get involved are fucking gnarly. That's what I'm saying, but yeah. like you, you get the idea of like people are evil in politics. That kind of microscope and that kind of pressure and that kind of like it's like anyone who's down to put them and their family through that kind of shit is kind of fucking crazy. Well, talking yeah. about like being evil in politics, what about like not voting for a thirty-five dollar cap on insulin? Like that's kind of fucked up. You know, like there, I, there's I been so many things like uh, here. You know, the stuff that breaks my like. Uh, like we got a we got a couple of buddies that that are like really really dug into the immigration issue and they see how people have voted that way throughout the years and that'll kind of let them decide where they're going to vote with them in the future, you know what I mean? And one of the I'm not super invested in that. I got opinions of course, but I think of like big pharma shit where it's like if you it's know what so if you know what you what those fucking people have pulled off in the last yes. fucking 50 years in this country, it's like if you see any politician that went, there's some egregious shit people have voted in, and you're like, wow, you're you're a real life piece of shit, dude, like a real one. Big they're, pharma, they're, oil companies. There's just some things where, and a lot of people aren't even in line to to hear this stuff. I, I want to go back and touch on something that we touched on a couple weeks ago in that podcast that we recorded that was just not salvageable at all. Um, what are some of like the the biggest Mandela effects that you guys have seen? Like, have, have you forget. ever have you ever just like noticed one? 
Just the, like the newest one. Loot. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about because everybody knows about the fucking Britney skirt and all that. Yeah, shit. that's what I was gonna say. I'm talking about like, like, have you ever been doing something and be like, wait a minute? Notice, when I remember yourself. that being different. Yeah, yeah. Notice one yourself. No, no, I don't think so. It is interesting that like most that's a good people, question, most though. people don't find them; they're told them. Yeah, the, yeah, and that was kind of my point. Like, um, so who the fuck is finding these things? Yeah, like who? I mean. The, Maybe that's the psyop. The the the, <laughs> the brands that are spelled different. I you know I think those are those could get mi- mixed well, up. Yeah, because because you know your brain remembers it being this way, but it could have been this this other the fucking way time. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because how often do you really like pay attention to those little things? Like like if I if I asked you how many circles. Was was in a tar- was was in the target thing? Would you know? No, you wouldn't. But like, if if you were showing three different examples, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be able to pick out which one it was. Yeah, that's why the best I mean? ones are ones where everybody was sure they knew one way or the other. Like way. the gold leg, the gold leg in uh, Star Wars on what on the that tripped me out. Yeah, Ooh, what like are you guys one, talking about? Tell me. Yeah, uh, l- look it up right quick. Um, apparently, uh, C3PO, like one of C3PO's legs. Because like when you when you think of C three PO, he's like all silver gold. or gold, yeah. But like he's got like a silver leg, and I don't remember him ever having. I remember a, silver a leg. chunk of him was always kind of fucked up because he was like half built in some parts of the movies, like out of the whole series. Yeah, like like because um, like that, that from the knee down part yeah. right there, silver. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because like the whole thing was like, uh, what's his name or uh, Luke's uncle didn't get to finish building them, right? You know, you know what it might be. Maybe yeah, because, I do kind of maybe because the, the toys were always all gold. So what's maybe that? the toys were always all gold. The toys always were all gold. Which see, is that's weird. what I mean. That see, this is this is. Remember we fi- the Luke, I am your father thing. That's yeah. like a the black sheep. Or yeah, the from fucking, Chris Farley. Chris the, Farley. Yeah, I was like, you can find. I, I swear, the Britney Spears thing is because the poster, the CD cover that we always saw, she was probably wearing plaid, and then the videos black, and we're like, what? The video? It was always she wore plaid. There might have been parodies like, with the plaid skirt. Yeah, we just have that locked in. Yeah. So like that, I, in my mind, it's probably like, yeah, all the posters, all the fucking, how often do you, it's, it's the scene in Shawshank Redemption. How often do you ever see somebody's fucking shoes? Like, how often yeah. do you really look? Yeah. The only, the only thing is that it all happened right around the time they started the CERN thing. That's what trips me There's, out. See, the, in my mind, it's just, there is so much shit. There's so many data points that we're aware of nowadays where it's so easy to like link I, things up. I feel like, like I feel like the Berenstain Bears thing was before that. Mm-mm. Before CERN? No, they yeah. all started like around 2011. But see, you're, but see you're, you're saying that like that's an absolute fact. Right. It's you're not. right. It's not. Yeah. I don't know that for, for a fact. You're right. right. Yeah. I just but don't know. Yeah, how, I, I just, the leap from a large hydrogen collider... To change in pop culture references, it's like dog. That's some pretty. Heavy. That's well, a lot of work. That's I mean, a lot if, of work. If we to do, do live, if we do live inside different dimensions, I like how I put it last time. That might like I, when I was thinking of that, I was like, that wasn't that bad. That that could really be some. But shit. But like, give me some real shit. Where like, fucking, um, what's his name, Mrs. JFK. Well, the big one, right? Is, the biggest one is Mandela effect. 
That that is a big one. That's why they call it the Mandela yeah. effect because motherfuckers were convinced he was dead. He was dead, and they're like, he's not. And they're like, yeah, he is. I remember his funeral on the fucking video. I remember the news package. Like people remember him being dead. It's like that's a pretty big one. There's Bible verse ones, the wineskins one. That would be, you know, it's like. You what's what's that one? You don't put new wine into old wine skins, and it's like it's not skins. It's like bottling. You're like, oh shit! I thought it was fucking skins. It doesn't make sense as like a bottle or a container. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they changed out the because they were made out of hide, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. So it was like a little bit of a difference. I think that was there was a couple of them, but when I don't know, I already. For me, that's not crazy because I was like, well, there's a fucking bunch of different English translations. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because like like like. Bible-y ones, like, you know, it could be, like, just lost in translation, like, that kind of right, thing. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, to me, that's, like, an easy, tra- an easy like, fix. You know what I mean? Where it's like, did you know, what's that verse? It's wineskins. No, dude, it's always been bottled. I'm like, well, which one are you picking up, bro? Like, it's going to be different every fucking one of them. Well, see, my, my thing is, if we do live in, in, million, in, in multiple dimensions, there, there would be no way for you to know if you took over... This person's body in that dimension, because they're exactly like you, you wouldn't know, because you've had the exact same experiences, except for just one little tweak is different. If Do you know you, what I'm saying? Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. Like, let's say um, you went to bed. Whoa. What's that? Um, you found a big one? No, I found a book that I need to fucking fuck with. A guy named Steve Adams wrote a book called Why the Mandela Effect is Part of God's Great Plan. And his beginning thing is, have you ever heard of dead humanity theory? And I haven't. And I've heard of all the fucking theories. And I love learning new silly shit. It says that humanity died the 21st of December 2012. Just like the Mayans said. I've heard that. This might be a big surprise to you, given that you know that you no doubt believe that you are very much alive. But are you? Haven't you noticed that things have been <gasps> getting seriously weird in the last few years? Things don't seem to be uh, as real as they used to be. We seem to be in some fantasy world, getting more bizarre by the second. People are behaving extremely oddly. Have we actually become ghosts and just didn't realize right. we had all died? Dead humanity theory says that. Oh, I just clicked on read the rest, and it's fucking long. So let me. <laughs> What's it say? But well, that just sounds like some like horoscope shit, where it's like there's like one, you know, it's like two paragraphs long, but it's like just one little line, and you're like, right? See? Yeah. yeah, that's funny. We're given a new <laughs> reality principle, which was to accept the simulation as reality and believe that we have always been in this reality, when in fact we only entered it a few years ago. I've always me. I've always had this idea, like like I've OD'd before. I've always wondered, did I really die when I OD'd? Okay, so let's. I mean, just, God forbid. You know, we love you. We don't want this, but let's say you OD right, but you come back. Mm-hmm. But you come back and like you see yourself sitting on your bed, and your parents like nobody can see you, but you're there. Like, there's an alternate reality, Brian, just living Brian's life, and... It's kind of like the others. Yes. That whole like, time you think the fucking ghosts are the, aren't the ghosts. Like, right. it's a really brilliant movie. Yeah. Um, but you can... Alternate reality, Brian, 
can kind of hear you. But alternate reality Brian just think that just thinks that's like himself talking to himself. Oh yeah. Like would you try and change shit for him? Like would you give yourself fucking life advice? That's a fun way yeah. to orientate. See, this is why worldview yeah. matters, bro. This is why worldview matters because all of us have like a fucking voice in your head. You yeah. know what I mean? There's always yeah. this moral dispute, this little inner dialogue uh-huh. that you have when you're thinking, when you're making decisions, when you're doing all that. So what if your worldview was that that inner voice is the previous universe's you had trying to guide. So there's a million different <clears throat> Brian Coonies that have lived, and they're all simultaneously trying to drag you in the most appropriate position for you. And we just yeah, don't how, but how do you and because like, you don't know how which one to listen to? Like like you can like let, let, let's say you're out right, and like you that OD'd can tell yeah alternate Brian like hey this isn't a like, good idea yeah this isn't a good idea like hey maybe don't drive right now like. Yeah. Stay, stay for a little longer, you know. Oh, I mean, what is shit. that intuition? Cognitive science doesn't is have it, a super it, good idea. Do, do, right. you, do you think? Do you think it's past lives? No, I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe. I believe in in invisible realm. Not at all. I know you, but I believe that, in like invisible realm. I believe in a metaphysical reality that has like personhood inside of it, and they can influence us. You know, Standard, you know, with I hate these words because it brings on imagery that makes me sound ridiculous. But if you ever walk through your day and really do like an inner dialogue and listen to an, a, a real inventory of what goes on in your head while you're living your life, the idea of outside influences, demons, ain't it's not that fucking crazy. It's, it's just not. when you say those words, it brings up horror movie bullshit, and you're like, You believe in that crazy shit? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, right? I do, but not the same fucking goofy ass monster book way yeah. that you do. Right? Not like, so, get off my train. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do believe in influence of our, of our state of mind and aha moments, those connection moments where you're trying to figure something out, and then the answer just kind of falls in your life. You're doing it. You're moving, yeah. you're, you're stretching your mind in this area, trying to figure something out, but then it pops. And that like eureka moment, aha moment, and like, coin draw. You see how all these they, definitions, all these kind of sayings have the same effect where yeah. when, it hits you. When where does that, ha- that come from? Yeah, like when that happens, like you have no idea. You're just like, oh, yeah, okay. Christians yeah. do. I mean, they claim they do, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Worldview matters. And isn't that interesting how... See, this is what I love about world religions and Christianity, where I think Christianity gives you proper orientation towards reality. And so Brian can come at with this. Brian believes this. He's taken mushrooms, DMT. He's talked to the fucking the star lords, and he's, he's been to the other universes. He's talked to all the ascended masters, all the spiritual guidance counselors in the universes, blah, 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 blah. And he's come to the conclusion that that's what the inner voice is. I like the fact that as like a biblical kind of guy, I can go, no, I think you're right. I think those voices are credible. I think they're real. I think that you should listen to them and take inventory of those dialogues you have. But here's the orient. Here's where I think the mistake is. So it's like finding common ground and being like, yeah, because then I can point out to the million times where you listen to that inner voice every step of the way to the closet until you turn blue. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so what voice? Where do you draw? Yeah. Well, so, well, so what? So you have these voices giving well, you that these kind of influences. That there is a devil too. Well, in my mind, for you it to does. Listen yeah. To that and side. then you have to have like there's like the Holy Spirit word that you have like in your heart that you feel in your stomach, your heart, your mind when you're making these decisions. But there's also a lot of different influences. So the voice to ground those influences, you use 
scripture. That's why you need to know the worldview, the holy, you know, the books, and you got to have a decent grounding in the objective words in the books because you can't. Your feelings are feelings. So, do you what make, a sentence do you, do you make, is what a fucking sentence. Do you, says. do you make a decision based off? Uh, like, do you think you you make a decision based off? You know what what your voices are telling you, or based of off course, what you that's want the conversation to do. It depends on what what your motive is and what what you want to get out of the decision that you're making. That's why the language of like new Christians is like you're conforming into the image of Christ. So you're 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 taking this new influence of this Holy Spirit and you're following that rather than yourself. Die to yourself and be more like Christ. So you're so used to following Brian's voice in your head. Yeah. When you become baptized and you, your spirit comes in contact with the Holy Spirit, oh, now shit. you start deciding to lean towards the Holy Spirit, and that's that's how you get more holy, and that's when people start calling you fucking crazy. and <laughs> when That's you, when the real fun begins. When you get there, who do you hope to see first? I mean, the king, dog. I got to see the motherfucker. Well, no, besides that. Like, besides that's that. not even... Uh, like your grandpa, a friend, like I don't, you know, me and my grandparents weren't like super cool. Where I'm like, I can't wait to high five. I'm like, I have a weirder. I think of like a more, um, like uh, I can't think of a word that keeps a lot of respect on my grandparents. But like, I think I just have a bigger, um, more influential like relationship with like the saints, like other authors and shit. Like I want to go fucking high five Thomas Aquinas and Mary of Egypt. And like, those are people where I'm like, cause these people lived a certain way with like this, this matter of fact faith where they, they, they did amazing things. And and apparently miraculous shit happened around these people. It's like, I want to see those kind of people first. I do always have a feeling where I'm going to see Casey and I got like dead family and shit, but like I, you know, I, I got, for some reason I think, Case will be there, and he'll be like, not on some, like, guardian angel shit, but on some, like, yo, I'm showing you around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, they, they're it. letting me yeah. do it. And I'm do like, you, ah! you know what I mean? Like, that, you, that'll be the shit. Do you think, like, your homie just rolls up to you, like, holding that root beer? Oh, man. The dead okay, root beer up? cup. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. What about you, Brian? <clears throat> I don't know. You're trying to high five first in the it, it 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 depends it depends on like um what age I'm gonna feel like if I feel if I go <laughs> out there and I, and I feel like I'm a kid I want to see my grandparents you know what I mean if I feel like I'm a teenager you know what I mean I want to see Geo but funny. like but like right now I think like the first per I think the first person I'd want to meet um is a uh, I don't know. I I, th- I I'd love to see. I'd love to see Jesus, <laughs> just to see if he's just to see if he's real. Like just to. Well, see if I'm right about shit, through. that's the first motherfucker you're gonna run into. <laughs> nah, it's, it's it's such an interesting like. Pr- Brown's uh, like, holy idea. shit, you are brown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many. Because yeah. I just I just want to get. I, I when I die, I just want to <clears throat> know everything. Like I want to know how the pyramids were built. I want to know like. How many different entities there are, you know? Like, I want to get all the answers. I think our transfigured bodies do come in because there are, like, you know, I'm all drawn from, like, the biblical worldview, obviously. That's that's what I think is real. That orientation towards reality makes the most sense to me. So when I look for, like, answers at things like this, I go to that content and draw answers from. And when you look at the transfiguration body of Christ or some of the things that have happened with the, with the apostles after the resurrection, the 
Holy Spirit gets like granted into our heart and that kind of power is unleashed into the world. I feel like the bodies that we have in the new creation, because Christianity is a weird thing. We die and we're disembodied, but that's not heaven. Heaven technically is the new creation. Jesus comes back and earth gets recreated without all the bullshit, without its fallen nature. So we don't have any sort of like jealousies because we're in line in a perfect like, it's perfect hierarchy. So how can you be jealous or upset? Think of that, dude. You go to work and people get pissed off because he's earning this and I should have that. And that bitch doesn't know what she's talking about and I should have this and I don't get this much money. That chick is on TV for five seconds. There's all this weird jealousy and all this kind of like angst towards, you know, running out of stuff. You need money to get things that keep you alive. So there's this, this rat race thing that's always on our heart. But if we're in a place that has no loss, that has nothing, there's nothing that can go, there's nothing that's going to run out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's no there's no worrying about that. And then the the position that you're in within this kingdom, within this civilization, is put upon you by God. So there's no fucking arguing. There's no, oh, that bitch has a better there's position no than I should have. You got put in this position by the person who can count every hair on your head, knew every decision you ever made, loves you like a son, and wants to... So, so it takes away all the seven deadly sins. Well, yeah, of course. It, 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 I don't, it's, it's, that's a fun theological thing. Like, I don't know if it takes it away. I just think we have such a perspective about life and our orientation with God that the idea of going against him, transgressing, sinning, is just so, why the fuck would we do that? Why would you fuck over a king who has never fucked you over? You're, you live in a kingdom with a king that's all-giving. He knows you the best. He puts you in a place of responsibility and accountability that's perfect for you. So you're doing all the things that make your talents flourish, that make the cosmos fucking expand. Yeah. You are part of this very, very huge endeavor led by God. You're not going to be like, well, fuck this. I'm not doing this. It's exactly what you want to do. It's literally what you were born to do. It's like heaven is just like this yeah. Yeah. without the bullshit. We're going to work. We're going to, you know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. going to do things. We're going to be responsible. We're going to be accountable towards a hierarchy like but without all the bullshit, because it's all put in place by the most by the most high. Do you Does think, that make sense? It's do, like it, yeah. it's a, Does well, everybody get paid a livable wage in heaven? <laughs> I don't. That's what I mean. Like we don't even think like like that shit is so foreign. Once we get to this transfigured upper level kind of like bodily <clears throat> form, where it's like, I, dude, the idea of what about trading you, and money you, and shit, it's crazy. I hope to see. Uh, sorry, pops, but I hope to see my uncle Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby's named after that motherfucker. Oh, really? Yeah. He was that fucking cool, huh? Yeah, and then uh, my Uncle Bobby, uh, I mean, Pops was always around. A uh, good provider, not a great father. Uh, my father figure was my Uncle Bobby. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling, saying a couple stories. Yeah. Hmm. It's funny how you said, though, if I go in at this age, I want to see them. If I go in <laughs> Yeah, because I was thinking, like, I mean... That's a fun there, there, question there people is always different, ask, too. Yeah, How there, old are you in heaven? If you die when you're fucking 88, right. are you 88 in fucking heaven the yeah. whole time? Like, what's that about? Right. Do you think Do you think when we pass away, because I've always thought this, we live in the third dimension now. Do you think previous to this, we, we lived in the second dimension, passed away in the second dimension, then entered the third? And then when we die in the third, we'll go into the fourth dimension? I don't know if we know about the categories well enough to even talk like this. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I yeah, I feel I feel like when we die and we're like disembodied, 
I don't. I think our conscious really just goes into the metaphysical, do you live, beyond physical space. We is heaven the end all be all, or do you think there's something the after second, heaven? That's what I mean. There's the heaven that you know, the heavens of the people that die. Because it's weird when you get into like Old Testament stuff. Everyone that dies goes to Sheol. Back in like old Jewish, old like Greek stuff, there's no, there's no heaven and hell kind of distinction. Yeah, Old Testament stuff is that you get put in Sheol, and the hope is that the God of everything, Yahweh, would save your soul from Sheol. He would mm. pick you out of there, and so like wow. you kind of you kind of let the evolution of thought ring down through the New Testament and the claims of Jesus Christ, and it goes into this idea that so we die, we go to Sheol. If you're aware of the structure and you've been disciplined to the structure and you've taken a knee to the King uh-huh. of the metaphysical world. You're putting a good space. I think there's. I think when you talk about ghosts that just wander around houses, when you talk about spirits, these are people that didn't have. They don't have the the spiritual map. They don't have it, so they're lost. They're wondering shit. Wow. And that's why. Do a you, lot, do, you, do you think that's why? Like a lot of times, it's it's like kids. Yeah, of course. I yeah. mean, I, I try to rationalize, not rationalize, but I try to fit. All this stuff in, like, it's it, the medieval synthesis back in the day, the old great theologians would take natural science and all this stuff that was coming up from just observing nature, and they would take revealed, like, theology, and they would try to make sense of both. That's the synthesis. That's why Thomas Aquinas is such a big deal. I, I try to do that now. I have the biblical worldview that I believe is true, but these experiences are something. So if this is the whole package, if the biblical worldview is complete proper orientation towards reality, and this is a piece of reality, I should be able to fit this in here somewhere complete without any ends. You know what I mean? Like it right. should be fine. And I think that that is an explanation that makes a ton of sense to the biblical worldview and to the experience of people who have had these kind of like, you know, events, these hauntings and spirits and that kind of shit. Like, because for a long time, and even now in just general understanding, a lot of well, Christians don't believe in this, and they don't, but it's like, nah, they do. When he was walking on the water, they are like, oh, shit, it's a ghost. And he was like, no, it's not. If ghosts weren't a thing at all, wouldn't he be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ghosts aren't a thing. He could have cleared that up. You know what I mean? It's right. an argument from silence, but it's still kind of a thing where it's like, mm, when, yeah, when, uh, when the Witch of Endor pulls up the spirit, like, that's a ghost disembodied spirit that came up and spoke and and had a conversation like that shit happens today man and yeah it's in the bible so that's what i'm saying if this is if this if i'm so confident in this biblical worldview being a complete proper orientation towards reality and there's these experiences that are happening you should be able to fit your experience within your worldview and that's a test hmm. that you give to a lot of like younger american kids that have like cobbled together their own little religion little bit of this, a little bit of Eastern mysticism. I love yoga. I love mm-hmm. vibes. I love crystals. Yeah. I, lo- I do love praying to God, and Jesus never did me wrong. You know what I mean? So they kind of just cobble all this stuff together and create this. So that's like one of the testing things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look at this guy. Big, silly boy. That Come here. Beautiful boy. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come on. This So we got Eli sitting right here. <laughs> What's yeah. up, Eli? Hello. <laughs> so what were you just doing upstairs, bud? Mom told me that I that I needed to throw my old squirts into class. Why? Because I was done with it. Really? Empty. 
Yep. Do you, do you always throw your things away when you're finished with them? Yep. Uh, are you sure? Yep. Are you lying to Uncle B? No. Well, you know you need to clean up after yourself, right? Like, yeah, that's why you just heard the spoon smash <laughs> into the sink. Throws his little So what's, hey, what's your plans for today, bed. bud? Huh? What's your plans for today? What do you want to do today? What you got going on? You don't no know video that? games. Don't mess with that, buddy. Don't please don't touch that. No video games. No video games. No. No. Why not? Mm-hmm. Actually, I do play video games. What do you play? Uh, dinosaur Legos. Dinosaur Legos. Lego Jurassic Park. I saw all your dinosaurs lined up over there. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. Always. Yeah? So what's your favorite thing? <laughs> Eli, come here. What, what, what's your favorite thing now? It used to be dinosaurs. What, what are you into now? Little bitches. <laughs> God, Godzilla. God, Godzilla? Yeah. Thanks, buddy. All right. His little fucking sick voice is so cute. It's I was just going to say, he sounds sick. Him and Bobby, like when they got the sick voice going. These kids in yeah. general, they got their little <clears throat> raspy bullshit. Yeah. Why, is, uh, why, is, why is poker better than blackjack? Oh, my God. Why would you ask me that, bro? We're going to be here all night. Because <laughs> blackjack Blackjack's is not counting a game. and hoping yeah. that it pans out. Poker is... You po- can, you poker's can, an actual game. I just feel like you have more say. So, so is blackjack like, like an adult go fish? <laughs> yes, that's a perfect example. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, I guess if you're just, if it is if you're comparing it just as like a gambling thing, then yeah, I mean, it's like I've always heard though, like of all the games, like blackjack's the only one that you really have like kind of a chance at doing well at. Like over the long term, you're gonna end up giving it back. So yeah. I always say I tell people all the time, and you ask. I've lived here a long fucking time, and you always ask people. After they had a night of big losing, be like, were you ever up in the night? They're, they always say yes. No mm-hmm. one ever yeah. just starts and loses right. and fight. You were up Sometimes. for a minute. Sometimes you were up for a minute that night, and you didn't fucking leave. Go, well, I was only up 50. I'm like, now you're down four fucking hundred, yeah. dog, so you should have just been up 50. See, I'm too fucking, I don't know, man. I'm too much of a penny pincher. Like, I do it by percentages now because stocks got me fucked up. So if I go into a, a situation where I'm going to go and... Like I got two hundred dollars. Like if I'm up two forty, I'm like, hey man, that's Whoa, a nice percentage. Yeah. That's a nice that's percentage, a good- dog. Like I'm, you, dude, you only won forty bucks. I'm like, yeah, but you're down four fucking hundred, dog. Like because well, everybody- it's such a weird thing. It's like it's either I'm gonna lose every fucking penny or I'm gonna win. Well, you gamble for million. the jackpot. You gamble it's to crazy. get the jackpot. See, I see that I don't do that, dude. Like that, I got that old mafia guy in my head. That's like fill your bucket <laughs> with with drops. He said, you fucking kids. He said American kids, too. He's like, you fucking American. You want to fill up the whole bucket at once. Don't you, don't you know little drops? I never told you this old guy used to come into Applebee's, and he was, in this, he was in this book called Thief. And him and his grandson or grandniece or nephew or one of the, some younger boy would come in with him. And the younger boy would get so jealous because he would get stoked to talk with me because I would, like, name drop old Chicago. When I first moved out here, like, um... Casino was pretty new, or not pretty new, but like when that movie came out, 
I was like, I, it got me fueled to be, you know, I was down to be from Vegas, you know, because I just moved here. I wasn't super, you know, when you're a kid and you move somewhere, mm-hmm. you're all bummed out. Well, then I see this crazy fucking mob moving. I was like, yeah, dude, this is where the fuck I'm from. <laughs> I've always been very proud to say I'm from Las Vegas. I don't mind it at all. You know, when you're here, you don't think nothing of it, but then you go other places. Yeah. Like, I grew up in Las Vegas, and everyone's like, what the fuck yeah, is we've that talked like? I've, I've gotten, Everybody's I've, really curious. I've gotten a few times where like, I tell people like, I, I, I grew up in New Jersey. It's like, oh, like Tony Soprano. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, sure. that's the thing? Yeah, like, yeah I guess. Yeah. Uh, always tell folks gambling, dog. The minute you're up, get the fuck out of there. Is there, is there any situation ever where you just ride the wave, so to speak? Yeah, when you're pissed off, that's when you're on tilt is the little fucking thing. Or we were watching little poker videos earlier. What does that mean, on tilt? It yeah. means when your fucking attitude is determining the, sh- the ticket. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Oh, you just lost a big hand, and so your boy's like, off. I'm all in. You're like, fuck, I'm all in, dude. Fuck this. And you're <laughs> like, that's a bad idea, yeah. dog. Like, you should not. My boy's on tilt over there losing his fucking nuts. They're like, it's And when they're on tilt, you can never get them off. Well, yeah, when people are pissed, they're fucking, they're mad, bro. Money's real. Losing money. I remember the most mad. I've, there's been a couple of times where, like, I've never gambled, like, rent money before, so I've always been pretty, like, loose with it. And I've gotten, not gotten people super pissed off, but, like, hitting on wrong cards in blackjack when you're super drunk. Other people at the and table, And other man. people at the table are like, that was my queen, motherfucker! Yeah. And they're like, uh-huh. furious with you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, this isn't you're my sure rent, so I don't hit, give a fuck. Dumbass. And, they, and they get, dude, you talk that kind of shit, and they get furious yeah. with you. There's this one guy rolling fucking, like, I don't know, it's kind of like a bitch bet. For some reason, it gets, like, no respect for some reason when you're playing craps and you bet the field. Oh, yeah. No, the line, everyone bets the fucking line. That's what everybody's thing. The field is what makes everybody think you're an idiot because it's the most easiest. It's a weird dynamic because when you come up to craps table, it's fucking confusing. If you don't know what you're doing and you're just watching the action, you're like, I don't want to do this. This is hard. Everyone looks real serious, and I'm not trying to fuck anything up. So what does that mean? Because I'm like, as far as like like table games, like I am a novice. Well, the field is like, it's just this big middle part of the board that has like, what is it? Three, four, five, six, uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And it's got all those numbers, and you're like... All it's got to do is hit that number. Just that, just that number. That, all that those. range. All yeah, that range. You get oh. to hit that, and you're like, oh, dude, that's fucking awesome, bro. This happens all the time. And then mathematicians are like, well, the combinations actually, it's not as good as a bet as you think. So right away, people that have experience watch people bet the field and just go, you fucking idiot. Huh. Especially if that's your only bet. If you're just sitting there not playing anything <laughs> not else, playing if like there's no spot. strategy, yeah. if you're not playing numbers, if you're not got anything on the pass or the <laughs> you don't pass, and you're just throwing it on the field, you you will feel hatred come off other people. And we were killing the field one night, dude. Just every bet, and we were doing it right when he was throwing. Does the field so double? Like, I forget what the pay of the double is. Well, yeah, because if you get a two, sometimes some what table you're at, it's if you get a twelve, it pays triple, and if you get a two, it pays double. And so this fucking guy is throwing twos and twelves. We're not playing anything else. And we're putting the chips in the field the minute he lets go. So, you know, some people don't like when you fuck with their role. Yeah. This is serious shit, dog. People get furious about this. Yeah. And we were doing like four technic not technically wrong, but just etiquette wise. We were doing things wrong. We're just betting huge stacks on the field, not giving a shit, putting our stacks down while he's like right in the middle of letting go his dice. And we're winning every fucking chip we're putting down, bro. And this cowboy, I just remember his cowboy hat, was like, 
it was one of those things where I'm like, we should leave, bro. Like, he seems the type to have a gun in the car yeah. and, like, just come back and be like, pop, and be like, fuck you guys, because we were laughing at him. Do you know what I mean? Like, celebrating. So, wait, I'm confused. What the f- okay, because I, I don't really know craps that well either. I, yeah, I guess so. So, so the, field, the, the field is like two, three, four. And if, if it hits a three, I you, get money. You, you put $5 on, do you get $5? Or do you get yeah. like two? You get five back. You double up. And then you get two times your shit. So if you put 20 bucks on the fucking field and he gets a two, that bitch is handing you $40. It's, it's really cool when it works out. Like, that's one of the bets if you are betting numbers and you have some extra change. Put it on the field and just put it on your number just to get your numbers up. At any rate, um, yeah, they're, the casinos are funny like that, man. Table games are crazy. I've only I've never played poker out here. Me and my buddy used table. to go to yeah. Me and my buddy used to go to the the hustler in L.A. and play a lot. For some reason, I just feel like Vegas was always like way more intimidating. Like if you go to like a public poker table, guys always seem like just big gruff fucking like it just doesn't seem like a place where I can get loose. And like I play good poker when I'm like fucking around and like having a couple of shots but not going overboard. You know right, what I mean? Like yeah. loose. It's like, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to get my ass kicked when I take this fucking golfer's fucking money right now. I'm not bad at it, too. That's what's, like, gnarly about it. Because it's a people thing, bro. You just watch how they do things and go, oh, I know you now. And now I'm going to catch you do something where I know I've got you. And I'm going to take your money when that happens. People don't like that shit. Losing at fucking poker is like losing to fucking Tiger Woods, dude. Or remember when you play, when you lose, for some reason, playing PGA, the Tiger games? Uh Losing at that felt like, because it was like real like math and like for someone to beat you at that, it was like, oh, you're better at life than me. (laughs) Losing at Tiger felt worse because when like, I don't know, you lose at Madden and your buddy's fucking playing with the Falcons and you're like, well, he had fucking Vic and he fucking ran and he did all the bullshit. No, when you're playing golf, you're on the same fucking course with the same wind and the same bullshit, and it's like, oh, he was, you know, he, he was actually better than. Let me tell you a secret about Madden. So when you play Madden, <laughs> right, and you choose your teams, you get, uh, like, you know, you choose your uniforms, right? Yeah. You can choose it. What, like, if you want to be a rookie, if you want to play like vet all pro, yeah. And then they can they choose too, so you could bet you could play rookie. But they're playing like like you can sneak it and you play rookie and trying to they, clip it over left real quick. Yeah, yeah. Like when he's not paying right. attention, That's like when he's choosing. Up. Brian's like, "Hey, what's that?" You, you, you <laughs> know how many times I, I did? I did, I did that right. to my boy in California every single time. I beat him every time, and he just thought I was that much better than him. But it was because I was playing rookie and. He, I never just fucking was that dude. great at Madden. Dude. Oh man! Oh, I, I was even like, dude, I'll play the Browns and beat your ass. <laughs> All fucked up. Oh, that's yeah, rude. Yeah. I remember dollar games at your a couple different houses. There was like dollar games that were on for Madden. I never wanted it. I was never very great at. Video I used games. to fuck. I used to take people's money playing Halo. That's funny. How do you do yeah. that? Oh, just, just like in the house playing fucking like war shit. No, just uh, like you know, you're online. Yeah, you know, you're playing with like a bunch of buddies from work. Be like, you know, we'll do, um. We'll, we'll we'll play Slayer up to twenty five. Uh, who want, who wants it? Like you know, five bucks. Like you know, or or drop out right now. We'll get somebody else in. Huh. That's gnarly. Yeah. Halo was the only for, like first person shooter game that I really liked. I'm not good at first person. I like third person, like Grand Theft Auto. At, at one point, Halo Two, I was top one hundred in the world. What? Yeah. 
for a while. They got all Damn. those like ranks and shit online. Imagine if imagine if that would have been today, you would have been able to make money. Huh? Yeah, like the esports wasn't a fucking thing back then. Fuck. I remember when I was you're in like a, second grade. Like Nerd, yeah, you just yeah. jerk off. Everybody hated it. I remember I was in second grade and I was playing like hockey, I think it was. And I was like, in my head, I was like, this shit's on TV and people are watching me. You know, in my, like, just, like, yeah. Like, you know, as a kid, you just like create little things in your head. Like, yeah. yeah me, and, me and my cousin Manuel, um, we used to get high and play a. Uh, uh, NCAA college football '97 on the Genesis. Ah, okay. Oh, uh, like we had some epic fucking battles, yeah. being high as fuck, with like me being oh, Penn, a good like day. me as Penn State, him as like Alabama. Oh and man, just like ooh, just, and '97 too. Yeah, and it's just like the whole night and everything. Those were the days, man. When you could just play video games, like in high school, you could just play video games and nothing else. Yeah, like with your homeboys. The only thing that sucked, though, was that there was only two controllers, so only two people could watch. So if you have more than two people, you were sitting out a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Like, And with yeah. GoldenEye, everybody loved you. Every, Remember? Yeah. Everybody loved GoldenEye. Well, Gold- GoldenEye was cool because like the, the N64 had four controller ports. Yeah. So you're fucking you're split-screening your TV. Right. You know? And like it was the same thing with like with like the original Halo for the original Xbox. There was no Xbox Live. But you could link Xboxes together in the same house. So yeah, so yeah. so we would have LAN parties where like I take my Xbox and like my controller and like an extra controller go to a buddy's house where my other buddies are bringing their Xboxes and controllers. That, and, like, oh, that that's crazy. Days, yeah, bro. So, and we, and, and it's like an Xbox, four players, your own TV. Every every Xbox had its own TV, and we're just like talking mad shit. Like yelling down the hallway, like ah, I got you, <laughs> you know. Oh, that's still man. an I, that's an app worth trying to go after. That that game game bet app I wanted to make. Oh yeah, where like it just it's a thing that you can link up to your Xbox Live and be like, yo, I'm betting five bucks on this motherfucker. Because you, I guess you can Venmo strangers and shit. Yeah, this like locks you in. Strangers, where yeah. you're like, where you're like, nah, you can't. Because you can make an agreement on Xbox. Like, I'll bet you a hundred bucks. So here's my Venmo, brr, 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 whatever the fuck, and then just not do it. Yep. But this would be fun to have like a little. What if you had a game you bet put account? It in. You put fifty bucks in there, and then you just bet, and then you tw- and then you twitch that. Trademark TM. Wow, that's a, that's a that would be sick, idea. right? That's if like FanDuel or someone like added to some shit like that, yeah. Get your fucking boy Pat on the fucking phone, dog. I need his people, dude. Pat is killing it right now. So he so, just uh, he he got a deal with Omaha Productions. That's Pat, uh, Peyton Pat Manning. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, Peyton Manning's production company. So they're going to be doing, um, I think it was like six or eight simulcast uh, college football games. Kind of oh, like wow. how, kind of like the Manning cast with like Monday Night Games. Oh, okay. But like um, primetime college football games, uh, and he just signed a um, uh, uh, not TV rights, but like rights, uh, footage rights deal with NFL Films. So, oh, wow. so he can actually show clips of games now from like oh. their entire fucking library. That just makes his job fun. Man, he yes. Pat, Pat's one of the most entertaining people I think on right now. I think oh, he's yeah. the most entertaining person on earth right now. He's killing like sports news, right? Like overall, oh, yeah. Because like, there's it's, Dan's got some shit. ESPN's yeah. still a thing, like obviously, it's, but like he's doing. It's he's funny. got a market share. Of that it's shit. funny because like you know he talks about getting to this point 
But along the way, it hasn't been all fucking, you know, sunshine and fucking rainbows. Mm-hmm. He had the beef with like Barstool he, for a little bit. Uh, which he says, like, isn't even Not really anymore. a thing. No, like, yeah. it wasn't a thing, like, at all. Oh, yeah, it was just me. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I'm talking about, like, he would meet with, like, um, network, network executives, and they'd basically just, like, laugh him out of the room. Meanwhile, now that he like, has credentials. And, like, now... People are getting like he just had. Uh, he just interviewed Kyle Brandt, who's gonna have his own show. Um, I forgot what network it's on, but like they told him, yeah, we we just want you to do your own thing. We we, we want you to be like Pat McAfee. Ah, so it's he, like he's, those, he's getting so, the so it's be like, like him guy. Yeah, so it's like those motherfuckers that like you know did, didn't give him the fucking time of day. Or like looking for people to do what he's fucking what doing. He did. Yeah. yeah. You, you know who else is killing it too? Is uh Logan Paul. Not I mean, dude, have you tried his sports drink? No. It's Prime? F- I heard it's bomb. It is good, dude. Is it? I, I, I prefer it over Gator with certain flavors over the Gatorade. I don't know nothing about those boys except for that they're YouTubers that like fight now, but the more and more I dig into them, yeah, the more I'm like, yo man, those fucking kids are killing it. They're dude. killing it. Yeah. I don't know the other one. What's the WWE one? Logan. Logan. That's Logan? what I'm talking about. Yeah, Logan. I watched a podcast. I don't know why I watched it. Either. Was it him and Triple H? I did. I, here, I watched him and Dane Cook first. Huh. And Dane's been on like Burt and like a yeah. bunch of other shit. And I was like, I don't know why I'm picking this Logan. one to listen. I think because I was just interested to see Dane. Lo- well, I, like how he holds a conversation. Yeah. I just wanted to know more about Logan Paul, to be honest. Because after his. Uh, this SummerSlam shit was fucking ill. Yeah. And I hear he's, like, kind of brilliant. And Everybody has good shit to say about Logan. I've never heard anybody say anything negative that's met him. He's just a killer, bro. He's out there winning. Yeah, that was, that's that's funny, too, because I think, like, a couple months ago, I, I watched... I, I Oh, yeah, it was... I watched him, uh, Mike Tyson, when Mike Tyson ate all the mushrooms on his show. Oh, yeah. And then all, wow. of, a, yeah, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of, like, uh, little clips which, of Logan. When are we going to do DMT, bro? Uh, you you want to do it? Yeah. All right, I'll get some. All right. <laughs> yeah, whenever you want. So, I want to do this thing. We'll call it Fun Uncle Bets. I need Brian's predictions because football season is right around the corner. I need his division winners and his Super Bowl matchup prediction. All right. So, so we'll start off with the NFC West. I, I, Who you got coming out of there? All right, the West, I have the Rams. Rams again, uh, NFC East. East, I got the Eagles. I think I think that's a pretty safe pick this year. Um, North, I got the Vikings. A lot of people are picking the Vikings. A lot of people picking the Vikings. Yeah, and the NFC South, Bucks. Yeah, I think that's Bucks safe. And uh, AFC, we'll start with the East, Buffalo. South? Uh, Tennessee. Why Tennessee over the Colts? Because uh, I don't know about Matt Ryan yet. You don't think Matt Ryan with healthy weapons and a great fucking running back could do well? Uh, I, th- I think, I think, uh, think Derrick Henry is better than... Uh, I think Tennessee has a better... But Tennessee traded away A.J. Brown. Like, who's Tannehill passing to now? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot about... All right, yeah. I'm cha- yeah, I'm changing that. I'm going indie, yeah. <laughs> B- 
Because when you think about it, Matt Ryan's always been a good quarterback, just not set up around the right things. Same with uh, with uh, Matthew Stafford. His first year out, he wins. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I changed that to Indy. Okay. And I, I, I think I know what you're going to pick, but the AFC West? I have an explanation behind this. <laughs> Um, I'm, so it, I'm, it's the Raiders. Yes, but the only, and and the only reason is because, bro, their fucking offense, their offense is, is insane. Even with that, like when you watch them in preseason, dude. I mean, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I think I think the other teams will have. I think the Chargers are going to be the second best. I think I, I just don't think that Juju and all them are going to um, be as accurate as Tyreek, and I don't think. And I think that Kelsey is. I don't think he's going to have. I, I mean, I think he's going to have a way better year, but I think he's going to be the only yeah wide receiver, right? And then the Broncos. I just don't think they have enough receivers for for Wilson to be that well. Especially now that I think they went, they have two receivers that went down with injuries at training camp. Did they? Yeah, like one like tore his ACL, so he's he's out. Um, mm. But in the West, I have the Raiders making the playoffs. I don't have them winning the division. I got Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos. Um, but yeah, I, I have it the same except Oakland over the Chargers, Las Vegas over the Chargers. Yeah. Oh, why, why did I put Oakland? Yeah, Las Vegas. <laughs> and then... <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then the north, I got Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore over the uh, Bengals? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And who do you got in the Super Bowl? I got uh, the Bills versus the Bucks. Interesting. And I'm going Bills. Bobby you Jane, fucking wish, bro. Bobby Jane, who's going to be in Super Bowl? I don't know. Every, dude, <laughs> hey, the Bills, the Bills are everybody's top pick this year. You've been saying the Bills since I was fucking like nine years old, though. So, yeah. Well, that was what I was asking you. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Bobby and Eli have called every single UFC match they've ever fucking <laughs> seen. Right? That's not a joke. They got red tape or blue tape on their fucking hands. And Eli will walk up and we'll be like, which one, buddy? And he'll go, blue tape. And blue wins. Really? <laughs> or he'll say red. He doesn't yeah, yeah. pick one or the other all the time. He, or, he, or he'll say, like, the color of the shorts. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. funny, man. You watch it and he's like, hey, he never fucks that up, dude. It's almost always right. Bob, Bob, Bob. So do you agree with, with most of them? Yes. You, you, you have the Bengals over Baltimore. I have the Bengals over Baltimore, and I think the Packers are still going to win the NFC North. You do? Yes, because they have a, an amazing defense, and I think Aaron Rodgers will find a way to... Because you still got um, Lazard, and they got that uh, um, that rookie that they drafted in the, in the was it second round. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they, they draft well in the second round. I mean, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams came out of the second round. Yeah. Greg Jennings. Yeah. You know, Jordy Nelson. But um, you think Rod- Rogers and that uh, ayahuasca is going to pull through for him? Yeah, and I see people giving him a bunch of shit for doing. It's like it's not like it's a fucking performance enhancer. It's not. Yeah, it's like like there's just people that like just love to hate him for whatever fucking reason. I'm one of those people. I know you but, are, but like but it's like the, de- the that that thing didn't. You're not annoying me. about it though. 
Like some people, like like there was the guy who said he wouldn't vote for him for MVP because he's not vaccinated or whatever the fuck. Oh, what the fuck's God. I got to do with football? Bro? Yeah, no. it's so weird. Exactly. So I have. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll go on a rant. Quick rants about how much I hate him. But other than that. <laughs> so. I got some uh, some song lyrics here. I'm going to read them to you. Just normal reading. Like I'm not trying to fucking rap. Okay. And I need you all to finish them. It's so much harder when they just say Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It's funny. Brian, I'll have you go first. Ooh. Ready? Yeah. Now, first of all, <laughs> I go for broke. Check the third quarter note. What's the next line? I don't know. Now, first of all, I go for broke. Check the third quarter note. I had no idea. Keep going. Well, no, that was because, like... You stopped it? I yeah. thought you had, like, the whole song in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Well, if if I keep going, like, it's... Too know, obvious? Yeah. Um, like, so, stop. So the next line drop. is... <laughs> <laughs> so the next line is, I make you feel like your water broke. And that's from Rock the Spot, Red Man. Oh, you gave me some fucking Red Man shit and I didn't know. It sucks when you should and you don't. I told you I thought you would get it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, before we started recording, I was like, I think you'll get this one. Ah. All right, I got a fun one for BK. Mm -mm. Who cares what Jane says? She always spits the same spit. Oh, man. I'd rather kill the radio and listen to the rain hit. You got it. <laughs> Atmosphere, funny. modern man's hustle. Yeah, there's nothing on God Loves Ugly I won't get. That's for sure. <laughs> Would you have got that, Bobby? No. Willie might have. So, I'm not, you know, what's weird is I'm, I'm not very good at remembering lyrics. Like, like, I'll listen to a song, like my favorite song. Over and over and over, you know, everybody's favorite song, they know every word to. Like, I won't remember a lot of the words. Like, I don't know, I'm just not one of those people that remembers lyrics that well. I know every Doors lyric, I know every Danzig lyric, <laughs> I know every Misfits lyric, I know every Tool lyric, every Perfect Circle lyric. I don't know every Pussifer lyric, but I should. But, yeah, there's a, there's a few words like... I don't know why I'm so bad at, at remembering lyrics. It's always been a thing of mine. Like, but but does it come to you when the song is on? If the, if the song's on, yeah. But I, I like like sometimes like even my favorite song, the song will come on. Like if it was just a beat, I I I'll remember some of the words. But if they start saying them, then I could. You know what I mean? Does that make like I'll, I'll yeah. I get embarrassed when you figure out what a song's about ten years after you've been listening uh, to yeah. it. And that shit happens to me now with the songs or bands that I'm interested in because I do a deep dive on all the shit that I get into and. But just like uh, like songs on the radio that everybody knows, and you listen to, it and you're like, "Oh, it's about that." And just <laughs> if you're like, "Yeah, man," I had uh, so um, my friend, like my best friend in in junior high and high school, his older brother got me into Tool, and so like uh, you know, like we get high, and he'd like he'd be playing Tool, and like he noticed that I was like, you know, like oh, this is getting into this is it. fucking good, yeah. Right. And you know they, they did that uh, that song that's in German. He told me he was like, 
He's like, it sounds fucking crazy, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, fucking that's recipe. the recipe for chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. I love sneaky shit like that. Yeah. So there's a quite a bit going down in pro wrestling. Not and for Tony. Yeah, you know what's funny is like he actually just had an interview. Um, I forgot what publication it was, but he actually said that the WWE is putting on better shows. Ever since WrestleMania, ever since WrestleMania, they've been doing pretty good. Yeah, ever was, since Hunter took over. Yeah, and especially since Hunter took over. Yeah. We were just talking about that. You, didn't, you know, didn't this last SmackDown get like an amazing number? You no know what Roman, I love the no Brock, most? No yeah. nothing. You know what I love the most is is how um, they surprised the Karrion Cross return. You don't see those that often. Well, there was a like that, it was funny because like that day there was like talk about Hunter wanting to bring him back, and then he like shows up I on love the it. show and That's like dope. right into the mix, like right, attacks yeah. fucking uh, Drew McIntyre, uh, Scarlet. Puts the fucking the the, uh, yeah, the, the hourglass and flips it, and they're just looking at Roman. Champa Champa's playing a big part now. Yeah, I fucking don't like any of that. I love him getting love, but I don't know. He looks weird in a big Harley fucking race fucking outfit, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that was like a special occasion for that. I get it. Yeah, no, for sure. I just I don't like him teamed up as like a sidekick with anybody. I don't like that shit. I, I don't know. He's not a huge dude though. Like he's probably gonna have to do that for some shit. I really, I really like the the decisions that Triple H has been making since he's taken over. Yeah, like, um, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know much about them, but like he brought back like Hit Row. I didn't like that shit. They were I on didn't NXT like that either. for a little bit, right? For a little and bit. I didn't and really they, like yeah. it. I didn't I, like that. They, they, I mean, they, they, they Wasn't certainly, Swerve part of all that? shit? Yes. Yeah. So Swerve was the leader. Yeah. Um, and like they, as a group. For sure, needed a little bit more seasoning in NXT. Uh, they got brought up, then like immediately released, and so you know they bring them back, and it's kind of it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you're brought back to like directly to the main roster. They're not having you do NXT again, and it's like it's sink or swim time, and like some people thrive on that. We'll see how they right. do. You know, like they could surprise everybody, uh, you know, but and be like the new day, yeah. How they, well, why, because they're black? No, because New Day <laughs> surprised everybody. They, they just came they out. They earned that cut shit. great promos all the time. Nah, in the beginning, people in the beginning were shitting it was, yeah, In the beginning, bro. people were shitting yeah, the begin- yeah, Yeah, New I mean, Day sucks. Yeah. And then it went to New Day rocks. Yeah. It was like this fucking Southern Baptist convention. You, fucking... you, you think they'll bring back uh, Enzo and... No. You don't? No. Her cast fucked up too much. Big yeah. cast fucked up too much in the WWE. Yep, Enzo too. Like, it's not like... I don't know if it's a bridge that's burned, but it's not like they would bring them back for like a Hall of Fame nod. They didn't really do fuck. No, know. they yeah. were in the WWE for a cup of coffee. But I, I just think they were very, they, they were entertaining. Super entertaining, yeah. Oh yeah, what did we just watch when we were watching the uh, Sami Zayn join on uh, Broken Skull, which is dope. Sami Zayn's awesome. Yes, he's got that interview with Stone Cold on the network, or I guess not. Yeah, the network, um, <laughs> or Peacock or whatever, on the cock, <laughs> and the um. They're showing the time where he got he took a victory, and everyone in the everyone in the ring holding him up was like, "Damn, that was when NXT was fucking killing it." Oh, yeah. It was like American Alpha and yeah, Cass and fucking Cass and was, Wait, when did Parker Bordeaux leave W NXT? He got released like months ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, now he's in the uh, playing the same exact character. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, yeah That's yeah. the most disappointing part. You know, when, when I have always thought, like, the idea of, of a uh, triple tag team, like the three, uh, you know what trios? I mean? The, the, the idea of the trios, I always loved it. But now that it's coming to fruition, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just three I people know. thrown together or, like, a, you know, from a faction already. And it's like, already such a faction-heavy group with so many so fucking annoying. belts. Well, it's not that AEW has a ton of belts, but there's other belts they, that come on all the fucking time. Every fucking from match other, has yeah. that belt. It's like, you guys are ruining this. They do have a ton of belts, though. They got that fucking... The Ring of Honor, the AAA, the New Japan. I'm just talking about AEW belts. Yeah, they, like they, they have they, the standard amount, right? They, well, no. Besides the triple so, bullshit. So they, so they got, you know, champ, tag champs, um, women's. They got the TNT... The TBS for the women's. They got that new belt that Pac has. Yeah, where, but um, cool see, chunky what, what, belt. I like what, the way the belt. What, looks. What, I, what I like about the idea of that. What I like about yeah. What I really like so about that belt. What they're straps, doing with it bro. is they're bringing is they're having Pac do tours at, like outside of America. That's with sick. That well, it's because he belt. lives fucking overseas, yeah. right? Which is cool though. And, he, and you know they. They, he can lose it. He can def- defend it in other promotions, which yeah. I think is a good I idea. I always like, even cool. when I was a kid, I always thought that was fucking cool. When other belts would be yeah. on some other shit, I was like, what? This is happening. And like, you could just go live and watch Pac defend a fucking belt in AEW. That's just cool. Yeah. AEW's always been way more open door. And I, I like the fact that they, you know, they record it and then they use that footage on Dark. Yeah. I don't watch Dark. I don't watch Dark either. But like, you know, yeah. at least like, you know, they'll show like a quick little, oh, you know, Pac. Successfully defended the belt, blah blah blah. Whatever promotion. Yeah, exactly. Do you think now that Vince is out, do you think there's a possibility of uh, WWE working with outside promotions? No, you don't think. I don't think. I don't think at the level or the grade that AEW like lets my fucking belts walk in and do work and stuff. But they'll probably be. I mean, when he was scooping up everybody for that Golden Black era in NXT, like he was, you know, Kenta was like one of the big ones. Kenta. That was like, there's a lot of people who didn't know who he was. Like, WWE people didn't know who the fuck that was. Like, they don't... Bro, motherfuckers, WWE people weren't really fucking with New Japan until Shinsuke Nakamura. Exactly. Yeah, until Shinsuke. Jim Ross did Wrestle Kingdom 9 or some shit, and a couple people watched. Shinsuke That's weird, AJ, and AJ lost came in before mind. that. Way before that. Bro, most people that Shane say they like AJ now, they didn't even know he was in fucking, like, TNA yeah. and WCW for a piece of time. Like... Yeah, wrestling's a trip. Well, because to me, it's the same as like I used to flip out over mankind, and all the older cousins knew that, that he was, was Cactus fucking, Jack. I, know I didn't know who either. The fuck Cactus Jack was until he came out. Yeah, as, and, and then all the Japanese. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay, and then it came back, and I was yeah. like, that's the same fucking guy. Like, yeah. it, it blew my fucking same mind. Too. Same I, thing. I, like you know, people always trip about you know, like uh, like oh my god, like the Undertaker's debut was like crazy, and like when I was a kid, I cried, and I was like. That's just fucking mean Mark from WWE. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't have all the cross-promotional understanding Me I was WWE. Kid, was WWE. Yeah. Like, I never knew who Stone Cold... I never knew Stone Cold had a match with the fucking Ricky the Dragon fucking steamboat until I was like 28. I, yeah, I got... <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw Steve in the fucking USWA. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I used to get the... Uh, per, I used to get prescribed the WWE thing, the magazine... It would oh. come every month, and sometimes I would go to the Smiths or whatever, and you know how they had the PWI. Yeah. I would get the PWI, but I would just search for WWE. WWE like shit. I would skip you through skip everything over. else. Fuck Ric yeah. Flair. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was ki- I was a kid. Fuck is a great Muda. <laughs> fuck that guy. Well, yeah, when you're little, I mean, the production matters. That's where Vince is correct. Yep. When you're a little kid and you do I remember my cousins going back and forth and like Putting on WCW, it looked like a fucking YMCA. Yeah, it, look, it, yeah. it looked like sweaty old guys especially half wrestling. Like, especially like, it didn't like look a, that great. Like WCW Saturday Night when they recorded in that little studio. It was it looked goofy as yeah. fuck, man. So yeah, yeah. and then and then you put on Hulkamania. I was like, yeah, don't put that other stupid shit yeah. on, bro. That other stuff is whack. It's boring. And it's you know what's funny is when you go back and you watch like the first Raws, that they, they were they, like. Compared to today, they weren't that like. Bro, if you watch WrestleMania 10, you're like, it looks like a fucking episode <laughs> yeah. of SmackDown, dog. Like, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah, watch like, see, it's weird because WrestleMania like three, like, there, it's weird because it gets huge for a sec, and then you watch, like, yeah, WrestleMania 10, even the one with, fuck, it didn't start getting gnarly again. When did it start becoming like continually arenas? Like, after like 19. Uh, WrestleMania's? I, yeah. Yeah. I think because like Russell, well, okay, yeah, because Madison Square Garden is fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that when I was watching Raw that they were recorded. I always thought they were all live. And then I was no, all, that was that was the thing. Like, remember, like there, there was that whole uh, because they were uh, pre-recorded. Tony Schiavone gave away he fucked up and said, "Man, yeah. yeah, was gonna get the belt." And, and I, I put butts I, in seats. I, I, I was always wondering how the fuck does that one guy, that one guy, that tan guy, ball? How did he always get the same seat? Yo, it's not done. It baffled my mind. I love little shit like that. Being Who, little. Is, is there anybody, former WWE guy, currently in AEW, that you don't see ever going back? To WWE? Yeah. Punk. Maybe for like a Hall of Fame nod? That's probably the best bet. Yeah. But he, probably John, too. John's, his yeah. book. Oh, he's, he's going team. back. No, he. I don't he, think so. I. I same thing. I think he just goes back to go in the Hall of Fame with the Shield. Oh, I think I think I think Ambrose is going to come back. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, it, again, it's just you know, opinion. Because well, he, he's uh, sober at, now too. So at, at one point, you know, nobody thought Cody would go back. Yeah, yeah. If you would have asked me that six months ago, like before Mania, I would have said Cody. But yeah, Bro, I don't think with Punk Paul running like, shit, it's all off the table now. Because everybody had beef with the old man, and he doesn't understand. So, like, are you really gonna have the balls to say that to fucking Triple H, bro? I think M- MJF, MJF is going he's to going WWE. first thing, he, first opportunity. He's you know, got. you know, it's funny. I just saw a thing that came out saying Kenny's contract is up in February. Like, do you think that's a possibility? No, I don't think Kenny ever wrestles again, bro. You seen some of his interviews lately? Yeah, yeah he's he talking about he's might... thrilled about it. But well, people say it, he's coming back on Wednesday to tackle. That, the yeah, that, that's that, that's what I think too because they they need a teammate, and then Hangman said no. So who else would it be? See on paper, like the Bucks and Kenny should fuck up everybody. <clears throat> Even the fucking undisputed. I don't fucking like the. I love those guys, but I just hate that they dragged over half their gimmick from the other place, bro. Like, I, it is what it is, but it's like that was just weird yeah, to me. yeah. I, I especially I agree. like like when 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 they left, fucking uh, O'Reilly and uh, Adam Cole were like tearing each other apart. It's like, oh, now you guys are just we're buddies again. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you guys I, have I an opportunity to have this whole new fresh start thing, and they're always talking. All the all the new smart guys are always talking about got to keep things fresh. You got to do this. I'm like, so you just went back to your old Bullet Club buddies and then called it the undisputed elite. Like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't fact, like that. If I'm fucking Hunter, I'd be half pissed. I'd be like, you went over to the other fucking side and stay. undisputed should not have been in your fucking mouth that whole time you were over there, you assholes. Yeah, but I know I didn't like that either. I I don't. I I I don't know if I hated it if I don't like it because I knew it was coming like you could see it for miles away, or if it's just because like Brandon said they they got the same exact fucking he changed his jacket a little Adam Cole yeah <laughs> they started wearing pink for they're some red reason. dragon yeah. they've always oh because of the Bret Hart thing yeah but even after that he was wearing it a little, yeah, that's weird. A little piece. Yeah, I don't know, man. AEW's losing some steam. They had a they shit are. ton of fucking injuries, which is a bit of a bummer. Yeah. And WWE just got a couple of blocks, dude. Paul running shit, the TV 14 rating. It's like, good like, luck, bro. So Gargano's for sure coming back, right? I didn't even know he left. Yeah, yeah he, his contract he, yeah, expired. Yeah, he left after, the, after they had a baby. But I think, yeah, he's 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 got to come back, right? Yeah. Well, I heard, you know, like Sean already gave him a call. And it's like, well, that's his fucking idol. Yeah, and he's never, he's never, he never, he never retired. He didn't say I no. retire. And he hasn't been with AEW yet. Nope. You should. I mean, if he's do what you can, bro. Get get a summer of big old Tony money showing up every now and then, and then get a full time gig with the fucking man. Whatever you want. I mean, he's got a family now, so how he organizes his shit is like it's a completely different perspective up against just a young single dude that's just trying to fucking dominate the business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His decision-making and the filter that he uses is way different than MJF's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a different... If you would have asked me uh, last year what promotion I'd rather be with, AEW, but now I think I'd rather but be But for what reason? Um, I, I just like the indie... F- I, I've always liked the underground feel. Just like the... But like, see, like, that's not sustainable on mainstream television. Yeah, I know. Especially yeah, when no. they don't fucking explain shit. Like, why did fucking yeah, why don't Vance they? Warner get a title shot? Like, why? Because he, he won a Battle Royal, but what the hell okay. was he doing in the Battle Royal? Why did he win out of all the other people? So he so he got a title shot because he won the Battle Royal at Ric Flair's yeah. fucking last match. Event. I like Vance Warner. I think he's a great character. And he just seems like a fucking, like a redneck. Like, yeah, like, I, I, lo- I don't know. I just like that. I, I, I like that. I, I, I think he, he, he's got good mic skills. He looks cool. Like, But again, like, like there was no... There's no explanation. There's no he explanation. Was like, there. there was no, like, you know, advertisement from AEW for that event. There saying, wasn't. Saying, like, oh, by the way, yeah. you know, whoever wins this battle royal gets well, a shot at um, John Moxley yeah. next week. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're just yeah they're just kind of all over the place. It all seems over like. the place sometimes, and you know hopefully they they get it together. Again, I think Tony needs somebody that you know he needs like people always talk shit about Vince and, and, and like Bruce Pritchard and insulated. Yeah, and you know like oh he just has a bunch, a bunch of like yes man like but like those are people with like decades of experience yeah. in the fucking business like doing exactly what their job is. I, you know, hopefully Tony can find somebody with, you know, maybe not that much experience because, like, that'll be tough to do. Mm-hmm. But the experience to kind of say, like, hey, he's maybe old, we don't do he's that. He's got Mark yeah. back there. He's got fucking 
Armed Anderson. <laughs> there, there's a gang of people back there that yeah, have been doing yeah, he's got this the big for a long, 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 long time. I just think we're giving him criticism for something that he's, like, actively not pursuing anyways. Like, he's going after a market that just wants matches. All right, cool. Story doesn't matter. These guys just want good. This is where wrestling matters. This is where wins and losses matter. There, there's a few good stories. Meltzer's a little bit doom and gloom about them um, getting a um, TV rights renewal. Like, because apparently there's, like, a bunch of, like, budget cuts already from the the Discover um, uh, Warner merger. Oh, okay. And it's like, you know, they're they're cutting shows left and right. They're cutting budgets for shows left and right. Oh, wow. And so, you know, it was at one time hopeful that Tony could get, like, you know, at least, like, two to three times what if, he got if they don't go to if they don't go back to TNT wh- where do you think they land so if they don't like their TNT is on every cable package yeah TNT TBS it's like if if you go anywhere else you're going to a smaller yeah. network you're not going to be on USA you're not going to be on Fox right, right. those are already covered you're not going to be on like, NBC or CBS yeah like like what is i mean they they could be on CBS like they could do Viacom um but like what fucking cable network Unless it's like, like you would have to be like on Paramount Plus or some shit. Yeah, yeah, you'd you know? have to be on one of the one of the right apps. So you know, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I you know, hopefully, I as much shit as I give them, like I do want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like I do like you know a lot of their shit. I don't like the fact that John Moxley has to bleed in every fucking match. That's starting to get old, and I never thought it would. Yeah. Bro, if Brian's sick of the blood on your team, I'm not sick of it. I'm just it saying it's it's too much. Well, it's, it's every I mean, with week, Mox, bro. Well, it's we, just we, we watched. Uh, I get it's part of his character. We watched Dynamite this past week, and there was a bunch of blood in the, the very first match on the that show. That was that that they needed blood in that match. No, though. they didn't. They, I, I'll tell you why. Because um, they did you you see you saw Darby was doing an autograph signing, and then um, what's his face? Yeah, came that, in? that doesn't mean that they need blood for that. It was a coffin match. <laughs> and and he's and then Darby they, came out with they, the, with they, the they t- call that they call that a casket match in the WWE and not once has anybody fucking blood. Yeah, but it's Darby Allen had to make the big guy bleed in order to make it believable to win. But you know what I'm saying, like because he, he came. If out they the have to, the then don't do it every fucking week. You don't have yeah. to every fucking right. Week. Yeah, yeah. If there's some match every week where someone has to bleed, it's like God, come on, boys. Yeah, yeah, they they do need to change that for you know like just pay per views or maybe you know a couple dynamites. And it was like a couple of weeks ago. I forgot who he was wrestling, but Moxley started bleeding off a of fucking like a drop kick. I saw that. It's like, uh, where did the hell did the blood come from? I was, it's like, come on now. Yeah, but you know, yeah, because before the blood was like it was like oh my god, blood. Now it's like, mm, man, yeah, it's just like. Yeah. It's like, I get it. Like, people hadn't seen it for... So long. For so long, it's like... But it's like, okay. And like, you know, at first, it was like, yeah, okay. Like, oh, yeah. This 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 really adds to, like, the, um, like the intensity of, of the yeah. feud, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, every fucking show, you know, like, two, sometimes three times in a show... yeah. And it's like lately, it's been just like a regular match, match, too. Yeah, and it's like why? Like you don't need it 
all the fucking time. Because like if it happens all the time, then it doesn't fucking feel special. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not starting to not feel like it's special. Like Tony Khan needs to listen to Impulsive with Triple H. I, I, gar- uh, he I goes guarantee- on a twenty-minute walk about that, where he's like, "It's like a movie, bunch of CGI. Oh, I saw no one that, gives yeah. a shit. Then no one gives a shit. Doesn't matter how cool the moves are, how good the CGI is. You got to have a story. Yeah, got to have people lined up. Yep, they're interested, invested in the person. I mean, I guess, I guess if you look at it, that is part of Mox's story because he came up in the extreme with CCW always bleeding. And he is like talking. He said about, he regrets like, that. His book is all about how he's bummed out that happened because he trained out. He trained with like OG fucking like Matt wrestlers, and he knows how to do all that. And and that's the funny thing about him being in the fucking Blackpool Combat Club because like he he's all about fucking you know um, Matt wrestling and this and that. But it's like you're a fucking brawler. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he is. Like he's, you're you're not a technician. At all, no, yeah. Not saying that he that he can't do it. He just doesn't. Right. It's like at least change your shit a little bit. Yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. He did when he came back a little thin. Remember he came back after he came he back left super like, th- like yeah. He, he, started, he, he started changed to gain his, all that he back. Changed, he changed his style a little bit. I'm just not super. It's like watching Triple H matches back in the day. Like everyone I and mean, people get super stoked, and I'd be like, eh, it was cool. I guess I don't know. Same thing with later Stone Cold. Even as a kid, I loved Later Stone Cold, yeah. I love Stone Cold matches and the attitude and the bullshit. And then towards the end, I was like, it's these the matches thing. aren't that fucking fun to watch. Well, yeah. by that time, he had two fucked up knees. Oh, yeah, I know, for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. like, as an example, where it's like you watch someone and you're like, I don't, I don't. Even Mox had a, um, had a quote about that where he goes, everyone always talks about the attitude era, but I'm always like, where was the wrestling? And it's like, he's right. There's not a lot of, like, great wrestling in the attitude era except for sean and fucking brett and like you know what i mean except brett for the sort guys. Of left right before like right in the middle of the attitude era though yeah i mean i seen that one like change my point, mind though. meme about fucking like the ruthless aggression era had like infinitely better wrestling than yeah. the attitude era i mean just the fucking smackdown six alone yeah that makes a lot of sense i like kind of revisiting that stuff because i did not know that like Stone Cold and Chris Benoit had a yeah, match. Yeah, me like either. I, when I find those matches, I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? It blows my mind still. I always say seeing Sean in a fucking NWO shirt is always like, when the fuck did this happen? That always freaks me out a little bit. It looks weird. It's like when video games do shit like that. <laughs> yeah. They had the NWO, John um, John Cena heel turn. You ever seen him where he does a fucking thing? Yep. Looks funny. I was like, that would have been sick. <laughs> um, so supposedly... Bray Wyatt is like pretty much a lock to come back. That's fun. I love him. Oh yeah. man, when he comes back, I don't want to see the Fiend though. The Fiend got a little goofy because yeah. the red shit. You know, I don't like over gimmick stuff. And he's such a good, fun, powerful wrestler. Where it's like you don't even he need doesn't this even shit, need bro. it. Some of his regular SmackDown or uh, Raw matches were like fun as fuck to watch, bro. He just manhandles people, dog. Like that fucking suplex thing where he doesn't drop. He just throws, throws your ass. Them, like yeah. that shit is hard. His unagi in the corner is fucking just as good as Joe's. Like he, his, his cross body yeah. looks like he's gonna kill your ass. Like, like he's got moves, end, man. Near the end, Bray just started. His character was just about promos. It wasn't about like I, when did he? It's ever always been wrestle? a very promo heavy kind right. of dude. Everyone always says he's great on the mic, little long winded, little long winded. But you know, I really appreciate him. I love it, dude. When 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 dude put wrestling back in the living room. 
That was like one of the first things. I was like, who the fuck are these him, guys, yeah. bro? Yeah, they him had and the Dean white Ambrose. Family and shit. And yeah. I was like, yo. Yeah, because it was like, you notice right he, away, like, because it's very Cape Fear. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, and this was right when I get done watching that fucking that dope ass cop series on HBO, which is all about like, uh, like Southern kind of like. True oh, Detective. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, true. Yeah, true detective. True detective. Yeah. yeah, and like they had that kind of vibe. Two big old monsters with the fucking yeah. goat mask and shit. He'd come out with his little lamp, dude. I was like, Yo, yeah, he, yeah. He, this he was is my, sick. That, I, I, he was my favorite when I first turned turn, turned back to yeah, him. Yeah, him, him and Randy and... were my favorite. Right away, I was like, so these two are the ones doing it. And it was funny because another one that I noticed right away that someone that struck me was a. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, and I thought he was new because he looked like super young, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This kid's got a future." Oh, he's better. And then like I find out he's like already like three time fucking champion, Money in the Bank winner. I was like, "Oh, so he's been around." I <laughs> thought he was new because they were sending people down to NXT. So I thought Cesaro was like brand new. I thought Tyson Kidd was like brand new. I didn't know they had like this rich history in WWE already by the time I came back because I thought everybody at NXT was brand new wrestlers. And then they had all these guys coming down like, oh, shit. Yeah. That Kevin, was fun. Catching Kev, up was fun. Kevin man. Owens became one of my favorites real quick. Like, dude, when he stomped the cringe, bro, like that little heel <laughs> turn, he just did. What was, the, was Alex, what's his name? Alex Riley. Alex Riley's laying on his ass in the corner. and Outside, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's running. Uh, Kevin Owens is escaping. He goes through the ropes or whatever, and he's like turning the corner, running away from somebody around the fucking, around the ring. And Alex is laying there, and he just like... Off script almost just stomps the fuck out of him, dude. It was just the... It's so hard to explain, but I feel like people that love wrestling, like fucking nerds, would watch that and go, he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick little moment. There's a moment I saw of Brian Pillman where they were showing something. I don't know where we were watching it, but they had a half a Booker thing. Booker, man. <laughs> I respect you, Booker, man. I mean, he's so far ahead of his time, it's fucking ridiculous. Right. And people don't understand that it hurts my heart. But he did this thing where I think it was like uh, psychosis or someone was like doing a fucking some sort of splash off the top, but he kind of got caught going up the ropes. And Brian, just the way he kind of like stuttered it, like he had his hands out like, oh, is it coming? Is it not? He made it. What he was doing was making sure he was in a position and he stayed there in the spot without making it look ridiculous. And his movement made it look like he was double checking whether the attack was coming. He kept making it look uh, real. Yeah. Despite there was a d- d- despite the flat. Yeah. You know what you know I hate the stutter step. Right. The girls in AEW do it all the time. Yeah. Before like a spot starts, they mm-hmm. their eyes connect. Yeah. And then you, they, you see their communicate mm-hmm. in a fight, bro. You're never like, you ready for this, bro? Yeah. You ready? And then you go. You see that in AEW all the fucking time. NXT as well, I guess, but the girls in AEW do it all. It's like speed the fuck up and trust your person, yeah, bro. This is your goddamn job. Let's get it. I really like really well, well done wrestling, and you saw that kind of shit. I don't know what it is about Kevin Owens that just drew me. I, that, the He's first time, the, the first mic. time I saw him, I was like, oh, he just did the um, he just guy. did the uh, the apron power bomb on fucking Ezekiel, and then cut a promo talking about the real Kevin Owens is back. Good, he should God, package a motherfucker yeah. immediately, <laughs> right? He should. Remember when he teased it against John? Yeah, he's brilliant, bro. Well, here's a couple of things. He's great on the mic. Um, his ring work, dude. The first couple matches he had with uh, Sammy on to, yeah, J- with John were great. His matches with Sammy are always sick. Yeah, even way back in the day. And he's uh, he really gets it. That that video of his kid freaking out really brought a lot of like heart to him too. I think a lot of people yeah. saw that and were like, "Yo, I just want him to win now." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want uh-huh. him to do well. 
anybody's anybody who raised a kid to have that kind of like pure energy still is like you're doing it right. That fucking kid started high school. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It's I like man, I feel to old. wrestle, bro. Hey. Get in at homes, right? Where that dumb singlet his dad used to. Oh. <laughs> I love fucking Kevin Steen singlet. Right. Oh wait, what do you think about FTR teaming with uh uh Who's the TNT champion? <laughs> Wardlow? Yeah. That was, for, that for was the really weird. No. Oh, just as a segment? Just kind of helping them out. It was, it, it was weird. That show doesn't make any sense. And again, I'm not going to judge it by the storylines because I don't think that's what they're going after at all. Yeah. If they are, they're not doing a super great job. They don't explain a ton of shit. They, they really rely you to... They, they you need, on you need to, to watch, be plugged into other yeah. shit. Like, if I'm right. just a kid mm-hmm. watching fucking TNT and TBS, I'm losing so much context because I'm not watching Dark. I'm not watching yeah. Being the Elite. I'm not paying attention shit. to Twitter. It's like, yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that. See, you don't need to do all that with WWE, bro. They got it locked down, man. Yeah. For generations. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That's going to do for us. Um, I think... I think we're going to go to a bi-weekly recording schedule uh, just so we have more shit to talk about and a special. Know, we, we, can, we can plan shit out better. I just um, feel like we're bleeding every episode. We need yeah. to spread. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, family's going out of town next week anyway, so we'll record the week after. We, we, have, we'll, we have an excited guest to come on to, another nurse. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that taken care of, and then just every other week, um, you'll catch a new episode from us. And hopefully, that is a more sustainable recording schedule. You know, because we're trying to put out good content, and the more we have to talk about, right. the more entertaining the fucking podcast can be. So, uh, we will catch you all next week. Thank the you all. New shit. Right? So, how do you guys like the new shit? I liked it. I like it. Bye. <laughs> but thank you all for tuning in catch you next week boy